everybody. How are you doing? Happy Sunday. Welcome back to another episode of Life's Your Bitch, the podcast where we are changing the narrative. I love podcasts where they just start <clears throat> Emma Chamberlain's and she's like, hello. Today we're going to talk about, and she goes right into it, you know. I feel like my intro is very um old school, but at the same time, I like it. Welcome back to Life's Your Bitch. A bit of explanation the podcast where we're changing the narrative. You know, if this is someone's first episode, I want to give them a little bit, just a little bit of a rundown. Let them know, yep, you have indeed clicked on the right podcast and set the vibe, set the tone. But maybe it doesn't set the vibe. Maybe it gives across, we're about to sit down and have a 2014 old school YouTube chat. But then again, is that not a vibe? Are they not some of the best videos on the internet? This whole conversation was completely unplanned, just like the rest of this podcast. God, what a segue. Hello, how are we doing? It is advice week. Um, How, no, that's not what we call it over here. We call it how to make life your bitch. Open advice session happens every six weeks. If you're new here, if this is the first one you're catching, there'll be another one in six weeks. There is obviously podcasts every week up until that point. But yeah, and this is one of my favorite episodes to film. You'll know that if you have been here a while. I am, as I mentioned every episode, a little swirl of my, I'm drinking just some peach squash today, guys. Rather boring. I'm rather dyslexic. And I plan my podcast so that I can give you a well-structured podcast where I don't ramble too much and I can get my info in there and I can get my opinions in there. But then I find it quite hard to um, keep on top of them. I'm not very good at like, reading and like what's the word you know like paraphrasing if you were like you know it's cool you'd have to take notes from the board and it would be like in your own words I'm not good at that and I'm not good at like the opposite I can't like read something like in my mind and like speak it in my own words so I always find them not tricky but like they require a bit more mental focus these ones they don't if you're unfamiliar with the concept of course, over on my personal and podcast Instagram, at MeganShawXX, at LifeShawBitch, literally just the podcast name, how lucky is that? We, I asked some questions, some advice, topic, dilemmas, whatever it is you want it to be, and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to answer them for you with no real, um, sorry, my iPad's saying funny things, with no real plan, I've not really read them, I've not really thought about what I'm going to say, but that's the beauty of this episode. But obviously, first and foremost, what am I grateful for? As you are listening to this, our first ever at Life's Your Bitch yoga retreat full entire weekend is just about to come to a close, which is why I'm hoping to keep this episode around like 30 minutes because it's actually Thursday night right now and I go tomorrow morning. Obviously, as you can tell, it's been a busy week. I've been at my boyfriend's all week because it's his birthday. I literally came back today. I've had to edit my videos. I've had to do some other bits. I've had to go into town to get stuff sorted for tomorrow. And here I am filming this podcast because obviously I go again tomorrow. But I am just... I haven't really had a minute to sit down and think about it, which in a way I think is maybe better. I was going to say because there's potential I could have freaked myself out. But I definitely wouldn't have. I never really freak out before any of the events. But then I guess this is a whole weekend with you guys. But I just... I feel like this is the first minute I've had to sit down and just be like, wow, I'm actually so excited. I can't believe I'm actually about to do this. And I really, really, really want to make sure that I'm in a really good place going tomorrow. Because this retreat in January 
if you are interested in doing some kind of yoga retreat, going on this exact yoga retreat we're about to go on, because even though I might, hopefully hopefully we'll do another retreat there, because I already know it's going to be amazing, because I've already done the retreat myself. So hopefully we get another chance to do one with Nancy, because she's just... But if you're interested in going on any kind of yoga retreat, this yoga retreat, I did a whole podcast episode about it. Honestly, changed my mindset, my outlook, daily habits for good. Like there are things I learned on that retreat that I still do day to day now that completely changed my mind, everything. And I just feel like at the moment I'm really in need of that. My mind has been so go, 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 go for what feels like months. I haven't had a free weekend for, I think it's about like eight weekends now in a row. And after this weekend, I've got one weekend (laughs) and then it's my brother's wedding. But I'm just hope that I'm in a good place by the time I go tomorrow morning, which is why I just want to get this film now, not stress about it tomorrow morning, like get this filmed, relax. Tia's going to come around. I haven't seen Tia in like a month now because I just want to go with like a really clear head, not stressed about anything, not thinking about anything, no work to do weekend mode, relax mode, just be able to properly switch off. So I am so unbelievably grateful for you guys, full stop, ever. I just, you have no idea how much you mean to me, how much this podcast means to me, how much six of you paying to come on this retreat with me means to me. Like, I'm just ecstatic. I'm so excited. Um, So I'm feeling very, very grateful for that. Oh my God, I am... I've been having a bit of a wobble about work recently for like a few different reasons, but this week has just been really great. I've had a really great, I've had a really cool brand deal come through and my, I'm sure you could probably guess it's an activewear brand, is my dream, if you know me, you can guess. If If you just heard this and you don't really follow me on my personals, what you're thinking probably isn't right. They are my dream, 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 dream company to work with. I can't even tell you, like, dream, fucking capital letters. Like, if I could do one thing in my career, it would be this. And I seen one of my friends work with them and I had to message her and I was like, I, this is fucking sick this is so cool, I'm so proud of you, like, this is my dream brand ever, like, unbelievable, like, go you, I just was in awe, um, because I've never really seen them work with anyone in the UK, and especially not anybody that's, like, unbelievably huge mega, and this friend is significantly bigger than I am, but she's not, like, when I say mega, I mean millions and millions, she's not millions and millions, and, I kind of just re-mentioned it to my management and I was like, these are my dream, dream, dream. Linked, I was like, look, they're starting to like work with people. Like, I'm not saying pitch now, but like maybe in a few more months if I keep tagging them and stuff, like maybe we can have a good pitch together. My management were like, we're gonna get in contact. The next day, yesterday, oh my God, I could literally cry. I could cry. I did cry. I screamed. I was about to get in the shower. I turned the shower off, put my clothes back on, ran downstairs. My boyfriend was screaming at the top of my lungs, shoved my phone in his face, and they agreed to send me a significant amount of gifting and to kind of like start joining their like creator program. And <laughs> it doesn't feel real. 
it is just gifting i'm not getting paid for anything but i think like we might start working on commission basis and the brand kind of works trying to form like trying to find people to form long-term contracts with long-term partnerships with <laughs> i feel like i'm gonna start hyperventilating i you're gonna see soon because i'm gonna post it i'm not gonna shut i don't shut up about the run anyway but it's gonna be on my instagram it's gonna be on my tiktok it's gonna be on my youtube i love just i'm so grateful i just love this brand with my whole entire heart and i've never been i don't think like so excited about something and just i'm just so grateful and that definitely made me just turn around and be like wow yeah this job is sick i am on the right path like this was this to me is so silly because it's gifting and i don't know to many influencers that's probably nothing to me like from this brand Oh, I could cry. I feel like it was a nod from the universe. Like, relax. You're on... I had so many... One of you commented on my my universe. Commented on one of, something I did the other day. It must have been a YouTube video or something. and was like, trust the universe. And I was like, fuck yeah, Megan. Trust the universe. There was a stage in my life where that's all I'd say. And I'd be like, I'm just so good because I really do just trust the universe. I know that everything will work out. And at the moment, I'm just not trusting the universe. And I'm not showing up for myself. And last week, I was really trying to work on showing up for myself. And just like... I had this big rant to my boyfriend and when we were away for the weekend he was like I didn't realize that you were so in your head about it like I was like taking a big kick on my like my worth and my value in my job and he was like I did not realize that you thought this or were thinking this and I was like I guess that is what I'm thinking isn't it actually and I don't really know why I'm thinking this it was just huge imposter syndrome and I was just really worried about work and I just feel like this was such like a trust the universe you're on the right path here's a little here's a little mid journey pick me up don't worry and I've spent 10 minutes talking about this but and it sounds so stupid because you don't even know what I'm talking about but I'm just I don't know why I'm not telling you either it's not a secret I can tell you but now I feel like I've I've done too much. Now I feel like I can't tell you because I've, you know, and you've like made something a thing. And now it's just kind of like, what am I supposed to do? Just stay tuned. That's what an influencer would do. Um, so I'm very grateful for that. Oh, what else am I grateful for? Everything at the moment, actually. That's not really true, is it? That conversation there that I sometimes this is why I love the podcast so much, right? Because sometimes for me all it takes is a conversation with myself, an out loud conversation with myself. And sometimes it takes me sitting down and feel the podcast to have that conversation. And now that I've just had that conversation about like this job and you guys and how excited I am, I'm like, actually, I am grateful for a lot. And there is a lot to be grateful for, and I am really excited about work, and there are a lot of things going my way. I think I need to go and listen to my change in the narrative episode because at the moment I've just been dwelling in a lot of stuff. But those are the two two main things I'm grateful for. I'm not going to force out a third because I've not had much of a... What's that? I've had a great week, but I've just been like with my boyfriend in his house. Like I've not been working. I've not been out and about. Like I'm very, very grateful for that time with my boyfriend, actually. That's what I'm going to say because I hadn't seen him in like two, three weeks and now I'm not going to see him for two more weeks. So that like week with him, it wasn't even a week. It was, well, it was nearly a week actually. Thursday to Thursday, we spent a whole week together actually, yeah. Um, very grateful for that time. So those are the three things I'm grateful for. Let's start these bloody questions before... Oh, our journal prompt was what was your happiest memory? Oh, I didn't really do this thinking. 
This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I guess it totally depends what you count as happiest memory, doesn't it? Because there's a lot of different things in my life that are happy memories for different reasons. Whether it's family, friends, accomplishments, good time, moments with loved ones that aren't here anymore. My happiest memory, honestly, is... If we're going to talk about, like, happiest memory, not, like, fondest memory, not, like, a memory I wish I could necessarily relive, but a time in my life that I can think back to where I was just, like, so unbelievably happy was skydiving in Australia. That was probably one of my happiest moments in my life. Like, it was my number one best thing in... When I wrote my list of, like, best moments in 2022, that was my best moment. And it's the only... It's, like, one of those things I can think of. Like, when was I happy? And in that moment, I just can't... I can't express the amount of joy... And just everything about it in Australia with my boyfriend, skydiving, like basically as part of a brand deal, like the whole thing was just absolutely insane. Like everything about it was just in fucking credible. So I'm going to go ahead and say that. Now let's move on to the questions. Any tips for phone anxiety? I loved this question because I get it. I get it. I recently bought a work phone, right? And there are times when it comes in a lot of handy because, well, not a lot of handy, but where I do use the benefits of it. Don't worry, I am going to get to a normal person answer in a minute. I'm just giving my own two pence because obviously, well, some of you might have a work phone, but not, I guess, in the same way that I kind of have a work phone. But I really need to start being stricter on myself because the point of it was like this weekend for example this is how I'm good at using it I will leave my work phone here or I'll take it just in case I need it an emergency something but I'll keep it in my bag and I'm very very good at not turning like when I went on the hen this weekend when my friends are here I'm very very good at like not touching it but when I'm in my own company which is also one of the reasons that I did get it I'm not very good at switching it off at like 5 p.m and not going on it because my work phone has social media on it and my social media and my personal phone doesn't. And I'm not very good at getting off of it come the evening, which is the whole point in it. Because I feel weirdly disconnected from the world, like this kind of anxiety of like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's commented something. I don't know who said something. I don't know if somebody's trying to message me. I don't know if I'm gonna miss like something big in the world, like FOMO from group chats and just the internet. So I get it. I think... For me, one of the first things I realised when I switched over to a personal and work phone, I take my personal phone to the gym and this is the first time I realised it. 
was Instagram was no longer on my phone, no longer on the homepage where it was. And how much I went to click for it was like actually worrying. It was actually a bit scary. And then I found out, did you know you can remove an app from your home screen, but not delete the app? So that you've got to go and actively search for it. So that would be my first tip, would be to remove the apps that you're trying to down your screen time on from your home screen. So that you can kind of keep track of how much you're going to click on them. And when you do go to go on them, because you don't have to let go of them altogether. But when you do go to go on it, you can make a bit more of an active choice to go on it rather than just like a passive click. And then here we are, I'm scrolling for like three hours. I think I'm actually going to do that on my work phone as well. I think I'm going to hide it from my, I've just decided in this moment, I'm going to hide Instagram and TikTok from my work screen because it has become a passive scroll on my work phone as well. Whereas I just, it doesn't need to be that. So that is my biggest tip. And maybe my only tip actually, because it's really hard. And I do have a whole episode on are we third wheeling social media where I kind of talk about it and talk about our use of it and different effects of it. But that is probably my biggest tip. And remember that like, there's nothing going on on your phone that you're missing out on. You're not missing out on news on Instagram, a funny TikTok. You're not missing out on, I don't know. There's nothing on there on your phone that you can't get from the real world it's just that disconnect at first it's just like severely uncomfortable how to deal with i had so many of these questions by the way how to deal with fomo over summer as a 22 year old with no friendship group so i think i'm going to do a whole personal episode on the tip that i'm about to give you but i think you should make your own summer bucket list I think you should make a list of things that you want to do either by yourself, they could all be by yourself. So in a moment where maybe you have like one, two, three friends, in that moment where they're not free, you can turn to your personal bucket list and you can go and do something fun that you've wanted to do for ages. Um, Or obviously they can, you can have like friends ones in there as well. Maybe you can have like two different columns, like a bucket list for for when nobody else is free and a bucket list like that you do want to do with your friends and make your way through it. You take take yourself to the beach, take yourself for lunch, take yourself to that brunch spot you've always wanted to go to or go and do that gym class you've always wanted to do or go and do like this fun painting activity you've always wanted to do. Go and do a picnic on the beach by yourself. Make yourself a summer bucket list. I think that's so fun. And make your way through it. Have fun by yourself and maybe actually try and make some, I'm not saying you're not trying, that try was very, um, what's the word, patronising, maybe try, but maybe try and make some more friends, maybe make an active effort to like, anyone follow that girl on TikTok, that she's come, started to come up on my For You page again, that her goal was to go to dinner with a stranger every single week, I feel like that is so fun, maybe try and make more of an active effort to make friends, maybe just message that friend again that you met once for coffee and then never messaged again because you whatever you got scared, rah, rah, message them. Maybe come to a Life Your Bitch Life's Your Bitch event. Well, it was hard to get out then. Join a chat for your area. I did obviously a whole episode last week on my six rules for making friends in your 20s. Go and try and make maybe some new active friends and make a big bucket list and get your way through it. And remember, what episode did I talk about FOMO in? I think it was in my introvert episode. 
Maybe I should do a whole episode on FOMO. FOMO, do you have FOMO? Do you want a big group like that? Because big group, remember, comes with drama, comes with everything else. Like just, I think, which is why I think the bucket list is kind of what I'm trying to say. Outline your own idea of fun and give yourself that this summer. My boyfriend and I have been together since we were 14 and he has just broke up with me, in brackets. I'm 19 now. How exciting. And I'm really, really sorry if that comes across rude and you're offended by that. And that was a bit dissensitive. But flip the coin on its head. I always say this. The moment that my like biggest advice to get over a breakup is to just decide to see it as exciting. When I broke up with... Well, when my ex broke up with me. Let's not pretend that I broke up with him. I was a little bit heartbroken more heartbroken than I would probably like to admit and me and my ex were very very different people I as you know want to travel the world so badly I want to travel it is like the one thing that I want to do in this life and he absolutely just did not and it was probably one of the reasons that we did break up because we really just were so different and I was yeah more heartbroken than I would like to admit And then I decided, wow, I thought I loved this person so much. Look how like sad I am over them. Imagine what the relationship is going to feel like with the guy that like I'm supposed to be with. And even if me and my current boyfriend don't end up together forever, I pray to the high heavens that we do. But if we don't, I was so right. Like my boyfriend now is like my dream guy. We've been together like a year and a half and we have done so much traveling together, which are obviously so lucky to have done. But we do just, like, I love how much we both love to travel and experience new things, like, and go on and just make good memories together. Like, we haven't bought each other like big birthday presents. Christmas we did, to be fair, because we came back from Australia and it wasn't wasn't like we were going to go anywhere. But... Like, for both of our birthdays just then, he took me away for two nights, I took him away from two nights, there wasn't a present in sight. Just hotels and dinners and, like, fun experiences. And I just love that. So, I know it might be hard, or it might be the same for you. When I just realised this, it was just, like, a light bulb moment. So, I am sending light bulb moment vibes to you, and hopefully the same switch happens in your brain. But I was just like, wow, this is so exciting obviously it didn't heal my heartbreak I was still you miss the routine you miss the habit you miss talking to someone having someone to go and do something with you miss all of that but I instantly stopped kind of like missing him and longing him and then it was just about building a new routine I instantly was like wow so when the right person comes along like imagine how much I'm gonna love them how happy they're gonna make me how like just good it's gonna be and I can vouch that it is, it, it has and it's happened and it is wonderful. So I'm really sorry that's happened to you and it must hurt your heart. I was with my first boyfriend for four years as well. Different boyfriend to what I'm talking about now. And for me, it was definitely all about like just building new routine. So make a smile list, something I talk about a lot, a lot, just a list of things that always make you smile. So whenever you're having a bad day, a bad moment, you can look at it and you can go and do one and just, <laughs> you can go do one. Um, <laughs> that really made me laugh and like made myself off track. 
yeah focus on yourself build a new routine and just like get excited about your future because this isn't your be all and end all clingy bestie i love my flatmate but i need my own alone time and my own space what do i say to her i think that i'm not sure there's really another way around it it might be a bit of an awkward conversation to have it might feel a bit sticky she might get upset but i'm sure she'll come back around and understand you just need to tell her yeah okay let's put her name sarah okay let me think what would i say i'd walk in the uh, living room and i'd be like oh do you want to like watch film do you want to make dinner together and then we would hopefully do said thing and then I'd be like, I really love how much time we've been spending together at the moment, but I really do feel like I am missing that bit of alone time. I'm loving that maybe you've just moved into a new flat together. I'm loving like how much we're loving each other's company and how much we're loving this new space and our time. And I love how much we get on, but I'm really finding that like, I'm kind of losing that bit of independence that I had before. So I don't know. God, what can you say? Or do you need to say something? Maybe you can just like start going to a gym class by yourself. And then she might be like, oh, why didn't you invite me? And you'll be like, oh, I just really wanted to go to this alone. I just really fancied some alone time. Like maybe you don't need to sit down and be like, you're clingy. Maybe you just need to start like taking yourself out for brunch and be like, oh, but I'm just going out for to run errands. I'm just going into town. Oh, can I come? Oh, I'd really rather... Um, I would just be like, oh, there's this podcast that's come out that I really want to listen to. So I was just kind of kind of like put my earphones in and walk around town if you don't mind. Like I just wanted some alone time. I think you don't necessarily have... Okay, I take that back. I don't think you have to sit her down and say, you're clingy. I think gradually you just do more and more things and just kind of say, oh, I just really wanted to do this alone. I feel like I've really missed my alone time recently. I've loved how much we've been doing together, but I'd really love to go to this alone. And don't make her feel neglected. Like, don't just do everything alone for the next four weeks or for the next week. Don't go out every day and go out alone. But, like, every other day, like, make the conscious effort to, like, go out alone. And if she says anything, just actively be like, oh, yeah, I'm just looking for some more alone time with my thoughts to catch up on my favourite podcast. Rah, rah, rah. At like your bitch. It's the best. You should listen to it. <laughs> um, I think that's what I would do. That is a bit of a sticky one, but hopefully you might inspire her to have some more alone time. Maybe she's just feeling a bit... Or maybe you can ask her, sit down and be like, are you all right? How are you feeling? Um, I noticed we've spent a lot of time together at the moment. Are you all right? Like, if she then does start to be like, oh, why are you going out alone so much? Like, can I come? Maybe you could just be like, are you all right? Like, I've noticed you don't you don't want to be in your own company a lot recently. Rah, rah. Like, maybe she's missing home or missing friends or family or... So maybe have that conversation with her if if she seems to like not like you going out on your own a lot more. But then like my brother, bad example, but my brother can never not be in company. Like some people are just like that. Some people just love company. There's absolutely nothing wrong. They just love company. But yeah, I think that's what I would do. I thought this one was interesting. How to deal with your boyfriend smoking weed when you hate it. This is a hard one and might be advice that you maybe don't want to hear and that nobody wants to hear. But I think after a few conversations about it, because I think this is the type of conversation that 
you and your significant other and even you and all your friends probably know where each other stand with drugs with smoking with alcoholic intake when it comes to that i think people are very clearly for or against drugs smoking in general smoking weed so he probably knows that you don't love it i doubt that you, this is the first time ever you're going to say something and if it is then absolutely need to sit him down and be like hey i'd noticed you've been smoking a bit more recently i really don't love that can we talk about if you think this is something that you're going to be continuing or are you okay and this is something that you're doing to try and uh feel better is it the people that you're hanging out with why is it you're doing it and yet do you see this being a really regular thing or are you just like i don't know blowing some steam off of some friends and this new friend that you've met really loves smoking weed and you don't like it either you're just like you've got yourself stuck in a bit of a funny rut and maybe he'll then say no do you know what you are right i have been doing it a lot more than i kind of thought recently you are right maybe he'll stop maybe he'll listen if he doesn't i think we have another conversation a few weeks later and say hey tried to talk to you last week about this gave you the benefit of the doubt that maybe you didn't realize how much you were doing it that maybe you were doing it for to make yourself feel better or just like other reasons that aren't very nice um you said you would kind of, you know, listen to like listen to me and take it into consideration and you haven't. Here I am saying it again. Please can you consider it because you know I really, really don't like it. And if he has said that he... If he's quite dismissive of it and he isn't like, I guess, in a bad place and doesn't like need you and is just a hobby that he's picked up and he's in the wrong crowd and he personally doesn't see an issue with it do you know what i mean if it's not like a a misuse and he is trying to stop and he needs some support and he needs some help and he needs needs somewhere to someone to be there for him then i think you have to go back to your own morals and almost what you originally were looking for in a boyfriend and if your boyfriend has picked up this habit that you don't like and isn't willing to change and isn't willing to compromise I think at that point yeah you have to go back to your initial morals and not give up on yourself just because now you love this person because for me something like that is actually quite huge I think if my significant other or any of my friends started like smoking a lot even smoke if my boyfriend started smoking cigarettes I would be like I don't want a boyfriend that smokes so either like you stop or like you're not going to be my boyfriend because to me that is a huge thing like to other people they probably wouldn't care if their boyfriend smoked or not to me massive thing i don't want a boyfriend that does drugs if you're going to start doing drugs i don't this i don't want a boyfriend like that so and obviously that would be a really hard conversation and a really hard thing to do because it's not necessarily like they've done anything wrong and they're not treating you badly it's just a quality that you don't like in a person and now the person you love has picked up that quality so it's a really hard thing to get your head around but i definitely think you need to sit down and have a conversation about it and i think expect maybe to have a few conversations about it obviously i would love for you to have one conversation about it and be done but relationships aren't like that and relationships aren't that easy and to have obviously the ideal thing and a a wonderful beautiful boyfriend would it would only take one conversation and i would love to sit here and say one conversation if he doesn't listen to you sack it off i would love 
for us all to hold ourselves to those standards but sometimes that's not realistic especially when it comes to something like smoking it's not going to be something that just stops overnight so yeah have the conversation and if things really aren't going your way I think you need to just stick to your initial morals which is a really hard thing to hear but you can't just compromise and things like that in my opinion anyway milestone anxiety um so getting a job at a certain age house at a certain age savings by a certain age traveling by a certain age kids wedding everything moving out it is so annoying but i think the only thing we can do is just remember that this is our lives and nobody else's this is our journey and nobody else's i always say this but in case you've never heard me talk about this one instance, I always say this a lot, but I talk about this one instance where it really made me realise it. We were in Bali. We found ourselves. We were in Bali um, and we went to this little Italian restaurant. Um, It was gorgeous. It was brand new. And the two guys that... There was like three people in charge, but it was two guys that were... We're pretty sure they were Italian had moved to Bali and had opened this restaurant about three weeks ago. One of them was definitely around 50 plus, And we think one of them was around like 35. And then there was one of their wives, we think, there. But it was the two men's restaurant. And I was like, turning to the guy, girls and I was like, wow. Those two men, obviously we don't know the whole stories. Maybe they've lived in Bali for the last 20 years. We don't know. But regardless, I was like, for all we know, these two guys came to Bali on a holiday, say, a few years ago. Maybe they came a few months ago and absolutely loved it. And were like, we want to live here. We want to try this out. And they flew to Bali, decided to live here and set up this gorgeous little Italian restaurant at age 50 and 35, but 50, keep 50 in mind, because 35, you're still very young. I was like, I wonder if that man wanted a restaurant like his whole entire life. And now that he's got it at 50, like has just start, just opened a restaurant at 50, I'm sure he does not care that he's, it's taken him this long to do it because it was his goal in his life and he's done it. And I know that when we get older, we think it's less and less and less likely to happen, but it's absolutely not. If your goal in life is to write a book, writing it at 25 or writing it at 45 they're gonna feel like the same level of achievement you're not gonna feel better about yourself because you've done it at 25 when it happens at 45 it's not gonna be like oh yeah well it should have happened by now oh my god that was your life goal and you've achieved it within your life um and when i just seen these two guys opening a restaurant in bali i just thought there really is no time limit is there If you want to move to Bali at 50 and open a restaurant as your life dream, you absolutely can. There's nothing stopping you. And it's not any less impressive, any less fun, any less rewarding because you've done it at 50. If anything, it's more rewarding because it's something you've really wanted your whole life. And it's taking you like this long to get there and you've finally done it. And I'm sure there were so many obstacles along the way, but like you've done it. So... There's there's really, really no advice other than just to remember that everybody is on a different path and a different journey and that is 
not only more than okay, but beautiful. Because who wants everything by the time they're 30? We can do the rest of your life. If anything, I think that's uber boring. I thought this was really funny. Someone said, I realise you don't wear bras. (laughs) Advice on how to be confident with the nips out. (sighs) I have the ugliest boobs. I have triangular boobs. My boobs are not a cute shape in the top. And sometimes I do catch myself and I think, God, you should start wearing some kind of bra to just, you know, give them a bit of a shape. But I don't really know. I just don't really care. It's not really something I think about. There are tops I'll put on. Like, I vlogged in a top the other day and I had a horrible angle. I thought, God, you should have wore a bra there. Your, Your boobs are not the shape to be doing that. But, like, I guess who cares? I don't know anyone that wears bras, really. I don't know a single person, so that probably helps. I feel like people don't do that these days, unless they've got, like, big boobs and they need to. Like, all of my friends that are, like, to be fair, I've even got a friend that's got really big boobs. She doesn't wear bras, I'm pretty sure, most of the time. I think... They're just uncomfy, and I don't want to. So I've kind of got no other choice than to be... That is literally all it is. They're not comfy, so I don't want to, so I don't. So I kind of have no other choice but to feel confident because I'm not putting a bra on at the end of the day anyway. There's one thing about me, I will never, 1% of the time at events, as events being like special occasions, weddings, really, that's it. Weddings, graduations, will never pick looks over comfort. It just will never be me. It will never be me. I wish it would be, actually. I'd love to be in gorgeous heels, gorgeous dress, gorgeous little, I don't know, annoying, itchy, sparkly fabric that looks great. I just can't. Can't do it. So I kind of got no other choice than to be confident. What rubbish advice? Own it. Who cares at the end of the day? Who cares? I did get some proper stares at me today, though, to be fair, from some men. But that that never normally happens. But I could feel my boobs going up and down a little bit. (laughs) But yeah, I just think life's too short to care about that. Bras are too uncomfortable to care about that. So free the nip. I think I'm actually going to leave this episode here. I had a few more, but they're quite long dilemmas. And this is already around the 40 minute mark, which is absolutely perfect. So I really hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. If you did, as always, please, I was going to say, give it a thumbs up, subscribe. That is literally not what we do over here. But do give it a rating. Do give it a four, five star, if you will. Follow us on Spotify. Follow the Instagram. Oh, and next week's episode, I think, should I do my summer bucket list episode? Is that a bit crazy? I suppose it will be mid-June get people excited for leaving uni the girlies in school you can still get excited should we do some bucket list episode okay i want to know what is at the top tippity top 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 of your summer bucket list this year that being said i will see you next week of that episode i hope you have a wonderful week hope you've had a lovely sunday thanks for the love as always guys i just freaking adore you guys